You must be Mr. Wheat Thin. Uh, did you just call me Wheat Thin? No, I called you by your name. Uh, what's my last name? Uh, oh, look at the time. Mr. Warner is waiting for you right through those doors. How's it going, Joss? Good to see you. I couldn't believe my eyes when I saw your name on my phone. We needed the best person for the job, and I personally wanted you for it. So, uh, what's the project about? Weedle? It's Weedin', sir. Uh, that's why I said War Turtle. Uh, anyways, have you ever heard of the obscure superhero team called the Justice League? <laughs> yes, I have. Who hasn't? Well, you did a great job on the Defenders, so we think you can handle this superhero movie. Uh, close enough. I have a lot of ideas to add to the movie. I have a bunch of ideas I never got to use on the Avengers. Why would you call your movie the by the wrong name? And what's the ideas you, you're thinking of? Uh, unfortunately, uh, I must ask you to stop asking questions. Don't worry about it. I'm going to make it into a light-hearted superhero movie with a really bad CGI main bad guy. Now we're talking. I can't wait to re-release this movie as a four-hour movie in four years' time. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. That's some good acting right there, boys. Ah, dude. You know, honestly, if anything, this podcast has improved our acting skills over the years. I don't oh, think yes it I has. don't think so. <laughs> I I honestly feel like after after we're, you know, recorded our last episode and retire from this, I can just go straight into acting. I think you're right. Who needs to do maybe, podcasting anymore? Maybe like a George Lucas film, I don't know. I I think I could do anim- oh, wow. I I think I could do animated voice acting. I think I'd be pretty good at that. <laughs> I honestly think you would actually. Oh, thanks, man. You're welcome. Hey, if you do, I will support you. We already we already had this discussion. Jesse's gonna yeah. We're gonna be we're gonna be your characters. Jesse's gonna make characters <laughs> and animated things for YouTube and Twitch, and we're gonna voice act them. So we're lo- exactly. looking looking forward to that. Yeah, I gotta start working on my uh, digital art skills. Yes, dude, they're great. Uh, you haven't even seen them. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyways, let's get into the movie. Uh, This week, we decided to go with the other popular superhero team, the Avengers. I've seen this movie probably about like three or four times. What about you guys? It's my third time watching it. Um, are we talking about like actually sitting down and watching it or just having it in the background? Any capacity. Okay. Uh this is probably I've watched it probably at least 5 to 7 times. Yep, yep. Yeah. Um it's actually been a while since I've I've seen this movie though. I think I think I've seen it on TNT one time and I just kind of had it in the background. Mm-hmm. But like it's probably been a good 5 years since I've sat down and just watched this movie. It's been um, a yeah, same. While. I it, I don't like I forgotten a lot of stuff of what happened so it was a bit of a surprise for when things did show up mm-hmm. and yeah i just like when did this happen i don't remember this happening at all 
Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I was I was kind of I was looking forward to this because we we watched the Justice League last week and I, I enjoyed that to an extent. Mm-hmm. And so you know why not go to another superhero team up? And so I I, I was excited. I really was. Uh, with that being said, let's go ahead and get into the details. Uh, this movie is directed by Joss Whedon. Um, Wheat thins, as we like to call him. I like. Great I prefer War Turtle. Oh. <laughs> uh, I the tagline that I found was Avengers Assemble, but I'm pretty sure they don't even say Avengers Assemble at all no. to any capacity. Not in this movie, and they don't really say that like those two words until Endgame, if I, I'm not mistaken. I thought Civil War. No. Mm. Uh, no. I don't know. I don't think so. I think I think it's only been said in uh in Endgame. Mm-hmm. Huh. I had I had to double check that, but I'm pretty sure that's a, a little trivia fact that I, I had found uh, a couple months ago. It had a budget of two hundred and twenty million dollars. It was released May fourth, twenty twelve, which is kind of weird because now that's like their their day for Star Wars stuff. So, oh, oh yeah. May the fourth, the times have changed. Yeah, huh. yeah, and Star Wars has been ter- terrible. So, anyways. <laughs> sorry jesse <laughs> sorry. no 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 i just had i was to. i was reading the runtime right now yeah the original runtime is 143 minutes and then the extended cut is an extra 30 minutes so if you watch this on disney plus and you realize it was two hours and 30 minutes you watch the extended cut i've never i didn't watch it on disney plus i have a blu-ray me neither that's crazy. Okay. Cause what the heck? Let's pause this video. I need to watch this movie again. I guess I missed some stuff. <laughs> Wait, so what, what What? did you guys end up watching? Did you guys watch the the regular one? Old DVD. I'm assuming. Yeah, I got a Blu-ray. I, I, I would assume. I would assume you guys watched the uh, Blu-ray. I'm not sure, but um, Jesse's going to go fact check real so quick. I got to see what my time is on my Blu-ray. Yeah, 143. But Albert, I think you definitely... Yeah, so you guys watched the just the, the theatrical. theatrical one. What the? And I, I ended up watching the the extended cut because it was on Disney Plus, and I didn't feel like finding my Blu-ray. Well, I guess so. I need to watch it again. I know. You see what I missed? I don't think there's a lot missed. I think there's just some like small stuff here and there. Mm. So I, I don't think any of it's major to really want to talk about. Like I, I don't I don't really remember what was added and what what's not added. I mean, My not mind's blown. Movie. <laughs> yeah, it's just thirty minutes, so it's 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 not as much as you you think. Huh. But it is still a lot. Is there a it's an is there a, a scene where Thanos it's a paradox. Is there a scene where uh Thanos is shipped off on the ship he's been like beaten up really bad and Oh, that's a that's a different movie. That's Dark Side. Never mind. That's a di- that's, that's that's a different movie. Uh, <laughs> this movie's rated PG thirteen. It had a box office worldwide of one billion five hundred million. One point five billion dollars. Dang, that's a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, it's currently streaming on Disney Plus because that's where they have all their Marvel movies right now. Yeah, they slowly transition out of Netflix, right? Yeah, they did. Um, yeah, I think I think at one point the only movies that were still on Netflix were Thor Ragnarok and Spider Verse, Infinity War. Oh, yeah, I think Spider is Spider Verse still on there. No, I don't, I don't think, think so. so. 
Yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, let's go ahead and get into our sell that sip. It's a six-word summary of the movie. Jesse, do you want to go okay. first? Okay. <laughs> I was like, let's who's going to ask first? <laughs> All right. My sell that sip is super uh, superheroes kick ass and I enjoy. <laughs> you you really? enjoy superheroes kick ass? Uh, uh Yeah. <laughs> Why do you say really? I I am honestly I'm honestly surprised. Like I don't know. I just I just thought it would have been more uh negative, but not really negative, but more towards like you know 7 the, mark. The, <laughs> yeah. Um so you 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 actually had fun? Oh, I had a lot of fun. I was expecting not to like enjoy it. I was expecting it to be like just above the Snyder cut. And it's definitely way above the Snyder Cut. <laughs> really? That's crazy. I know. I, I, I'm not, I wasn't expecting that from you. I wasn't expecting it from me either, man. <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, it's no one of us obviously has to edit the podcast, and usually it's me. And so I, I hear us talk about the movies once or twice or sometimes even three times. And so I remember, like, you say you were you were like really thinking this the Snyder cut was better. I was, man, because I had seen it a bunch of times like in a short time span. And so when I do that to myself, I wear myself down and the movies are just not the same. So, don't yeah. don't do that. That that I have a big old smile on my face. I'm glad <laughs> you you had fun cuz I honestly I had a lot of fun too. Mm-hmm. Albert, would you like to go next, please? Yeah, and I think it's pretty positive. Uh, matching Jesse too, but you know, magnum opus of many movie efforts, which nice. I I think it was a uh... word of the day. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yeah, it was just it, like I, I it makes me so nostalgic thinking about all the other movies leading up to it, and it just really I guess tickles my fancy that it's just it's like the story concluding this huge chapter. Um, leading up to the next one with the uh, post-credits scene. I think going into this movie, I was trying so hard not to use movies that came after it as an excuse to like it. Yep. But it's so hard not to enjoy like some of the stuff that is said, and then you're like, that was brought back up in, in this movie or, or that movie, and I was just like, mm-hmm. holy. Yes, it was. Like, it's really continued, like. The I, I, one of the one of the small things that I had was the whole Point Break thing, where Iron Man calls a uh, Thor Point Break, mm-hmm. and then in Thor Ragnarok, uh, that's like his code to log into uh, into the uh, the Quinjet Quinjet or whatever. Yeah. Oh, I did not remember yeah. that. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I was, I, I, I didn't remember it being said at all. I was always wondering where it came from, and it was like, just randomly watched this movie. I was like, hey, I remember that. <laughs> I watched Thor Ragnarok. I understand that reference. So. That's one of my yeah. favorite Marvel movies. My, mine too. Yep. I, I think, I think it's probably up there with the best. Uh, mine is really simple because I was struggling to think of anything. Mine is, can't we all just team up? Oh, question mark. <laughs> um, like I said, I, I really had, I really had fun with this movie. So. In, in my mind, this is like the standard for team up movies, just 
you know, being able to start a extended universe and bringing all these characters together. And this one, like, is as fun as it was. It's still very choppy. Like, it, you, you jump to a lot of, like, different things, and it's just kind of the only thing that takes away from it. But it's still so much fun. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, that, that's how I feel about the movie. <laughs> Uh, let's go ahead and rate it real quick, and then we'll we'll get into all the the rest of the good stuff, because it's all good stuff. Out of ten, someone say something. Uh, ten superheroes. Ten uh, Chitari. Chitari <laughs> warriors. Ten Chitari warriors. What would you rate this movie, Albert? I'm gonna. Since you took the drink of water. I'm what? I'm I'm ready. What are you drink water? I, drink I water? called on you even though you were drinking. I'm sorry. I, I don't know what you're talking Disney. about. I'm I'm fine. Uh, That's deleted. I'm gonna give this a seven and a half, maybe okay. an eight. An eight. I'm giving an eight. Dang, more confident the second time around. <laughs> <laughs> what second time around? What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, one take, Albert here. One take, Albert. I like it. I like it a lot. Um, okay. I think I think I'm right there with you. I think I might give it an eight point five. Mm-hmm. I'm a little hesitant to go any higher than that, though, because, like I said, there are some just like I don't know, man. It feels so hard to do team up movies, especially especially like the intro ones where you're just getting the group together. Yep. There's so much that that goes into it, and it's just I don't I don't think I could ever write a movie like that where you have all these different characters from different directors and supporting cast. It's I think it's only really doable in a TV series or something long longer form. Yeah, but it's it's crazy how how well they they managed to pull it off so far. So oh yeah, I yeah I'm gonna give it an eight point five. I, I think I think it deserves. That half a Chitari warrior cutting, cutting to, <laughs> cutting Twain. <laughs> um, I ha I I can't I can't say it enough. Like, I had so much fun. <laughs> Go ahead, Jesse. All right. Well, eight and a half going once, going twice. Oh, sold to the guy with the nine score. It means I'm giving it a nine. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I I super surprised myself. I. I'm not going to call it a legendary sip, but I can't remember the last time besides like my top Marvel movies that I really enjoyed a movie like this, like Thor Ragnarok or The Winter Soldier. Those are probably like nines right there. I, I had a blast the whole time. And yeah, there's little things uh, that the scenes are choppy and... and Maybe they could have been blended well together. And Mark Ruffalo's performance for me sometimes is kind of weird. But uh, other than that, every everyone does a great job in this movie. There's a, they do a really good job. I remember the first, like watching it a bunch of times, like I said, six or seven times. And uh, I felt like Hawkeye was underutilized. But now I realize that Hawkeye's kind of just a soldier, so he was yeah he he was turned to like be a bad guy, but he 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 causes some trouble. It, it's it, Hawkeye is part of my gross section. Yeah, 
yeah. this time around I didn't I didn't mind Hawkeye. Like he he was like a neutral for me and everyone else was just really good. Um and like John was saying, it's really hard to set up all these movies without <laughs> like focusing too much on one aspect like world building. But it's just a really beautiful blend and a really great standalone movie that was involving all of our superheroes and they all get their like time to shine and their plots are are kind of hinted for future movies which i thought was really clever like you get nick fury who is wanting to keep eyes on everyone and 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 a future movie they do that and then you get agent romanoff's character who her motivation in one of her in one of the movies she's in is to she she mentions it a couple times. I don't want to spoil it, but we'll get into it later on. Um, they introduced Thanos, at, like already like five movies, six movies in, and it pays off. It's not like it's the third movie in the series, and you get the main bad guy, and then you, he's already like dispat like disposed of and everything. It, it was just really great. I surprised myself rewatching this and. Uh, I can it makes me want to go back and rewatch all these movies again and for a <laughs> while I was really I was really tired of Marvel movies like I was burnt out and I think that s- sprinkling them here and there I could I could probably do the whole series but not in like not at probably like over a couple of months for sure I mean, I, I don't know I liked it a lot yeah I mean it's been a while since I've seen like a, a a big Marvel movie like this. Like every now and then, I'll turn on one of the smaller projects that they have. well smaller as as if any of their movies are small. And you know, I've been keeping up with the TV shows, but it's been a while since I've watched something as big as an Avengers movie. Yeah, there's just a difference between their their regular hero movies and then their their team up movies like there's so much going into mm-hmm. it there's all these different characters coming together this is the first time we get interactions between like tony stark and uh and steve rogers and we already see the conflict that they have that's leading that leads up to some of the other movies like uh civil war and yeah. even endgame mm-hmm and just they're they're deferring opinions. It is so like it is so much fun. Yeah. I, <laughs> that's 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 my uh, word of the day is fun because that's that's this movie. Yeah, I, I'm on the same page as you guys, and I feel the same way as you, Jesse. Having two or even three movies a year for five years got really tiring. Yeah, it was almost like okay, here goes the next Marvel movie. Let me just go see it, see how it is, and right, I'd have fun. But it was just. It was almost seemed like it was a routine, not a not something I was looking forward to. Yeah, exactly. And then I I think it, I don't know if it's a good or a bad thing, but maybe delaying movies like Black Widow and the next Spider-Man movie are going to help it get like a huge bounce the, back. Give me the next we'll Spider-Man see. movie next week. I am excited. <laughs> Bring me my Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. Oh. Toss everyone aside. Just give, just, just give me no, Amazing Spider-Man no, do three. That. Just do that. Uh, no, please, no. We're we're moving on. <laughs> uh, spoiler alert, kind of. I mean, if you guys haven't seen this movie, then you deserve to be spoiled at this point. Um, no use crying over spoiled milk. 
I'm going to go ahead and get to the characters, and then we can get into the things we enjoyed. Um, you got Tony Stark as Iron Man, Steve Rogers, Captain America, Bruce Banner, the Hulk, Thor, Bruce Thor. as himself. Oh, okay. As himself. Okay. Uh, Natasha Romanoff as Black Widow, Clinton Barton as Hawkeye, Nick Fury, and uh, Loki. Who's Nick Fury as? Who does he play? He's playing Samuel as Jackson? Nick Fury. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> um, Who else? Was Loki the bad guy in uh, Thor? In, in the first Thor movie? Yes, he was the main bad guy, and they had the Frost Giants at the beginning of the like the main bat, like the first main big battle was the Frost Giants, and then Loki was causing a lot of mischief as he always does. So, f- returning bad guy. So. Yeah, yeah. Which was, at the time, kind of weird. Yeah, it was. you know, I I haven't really gotten to the tasty, but I just kind of wanted to talk about how how Loki went from. I mean, Thor was a pretty lackluster movie for the most part. Um, it was just mostly dealing with how he became like worthy to will worthy. Yeah. 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 Spoilers right. for and, Thor. You know, <laughs> if you haven't seen Thor, then you shouldn't be listening to this podcast. There's going to be spoilers uh, for every so, movie. <laughs> every every movie up until this movie. Yeah. And then past it. Uh, so it's just kind of weird how they made him the, the bad guy again. And in, in reality, like it worked out really well. I think he's better as the main villain in this one than than he was in Thor. I would agree. Yep, and I think if you don't mind me switching up things a little bit, but kind of a gross for me was if you didn't watch Thor, you didn't fully understand why Loki wants to rule over men instead of wherever he came from and how he decided to do that versus try to use the Tesseract staff thing to take over Asgard instead. Do you you think it was just Thor or that... If you just walked in here being uh, unknown to Marvel and superhero movies, would you be lost? Or do you think that people would kind of find their way through this movie? I feel they would eventually find their way because he interacts with Thor and talks about a little bit of that. But I think you get lost in some of the nuance because of not watching Loki's previous appearances. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if I would call it gross though, because I mean, I mean, going into this, you you well, I mean, it, it for casual fans, right? It would add more if they if people knew Loki's further backstory, like what they're brothers, but they're not. So their dad is a god. So he's he's adopted. Right, right. <laughs> no, I I know, but you know what I mean. <laughs> Just kidding. No, it was one of the it was one of the jokes. Oh. Yeah, one of the yes, jokes. Yes, yes, yes. Um, you know, yeah, yeah. I, it's kind of a gross for me too. When my chemistry teacher would say it's a cumulative test, he'd be like, "Oh, that's gross. I don't want that." <laughs> okay. <laughs> just like I just I just want what we're learning right just now. Just give me chapter three. I don't care what. I forgot chapter two and chapter one. Just give me chapter three. <laughs> I don't want to have to go watch those chapters all over again. Exactly. That's a waste of time. 
<laughs> uh, okay, let's go ahead and get into the tasty. Um, what we thought was good about the movie. Uh, everything. No, nah, just kidding. Um, I, I one thing that kind of surprised me was me and I, me and Albert had this discussion in a previous movie. I think it was the Goonies, where I had I had mentioned that I don't really laugh at jokes after hearing them the first time. And we also referenced you, Jesse, how you are able to laugh at jokes hearing them over and over again. Yeah, I heard the Goonies podcast. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I didn't know if you actually listened to that one. But one thing that surprised me is how well the humor was for me still. Like... Maybe it's because it's been a while, so I, I forgot some of the jokes. Or maybe it's because I accidentally watched the extended cut and there was jokes that I never heard. But I, I laughed quite a couple times. It was nice. Yeah. It, it, like, I was smiling throughout the whole movie. And, and I'm smiling throughout the whole podcast. <laughs> and I'm just happy. Like, I'm happy we got to watch this movie again. <laughs> For me, all of the one, all of the funny stuff it, it was a pro and a con for me because i realized like these are a lot of one-liners and just like set up punchline set up punchline memeable quote for me it was it was funny like just laughing smiling all the way through but like i realized hmm, this is not great dialogue and it 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 wasn't not that funny. good but yeah. i mean that man is playing galaga <laughs> Like okay, he thought we wouldn't notice. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's uh, funny. <laughs> like okay, yeah, but uh, yeah. I, go ahead, go ahead. I I think I think that it it is a lot of one liners, but that's just kind of what Marvel's been. I, I, I mean, yeah, it's. I I I mean it's it's troublesome at times because you you don't always want like the joking but it's i don't know they they do it so well oh, yeah they do it really well definitely that it's just it's kind of hard to like not laugh at it i i think this is kind of the reason why i was really excited for the dc movies because we could have gotten more serious movies yeah that you know just to get away from these one-liners but at, at the end of the day, like they they do it really well, and and their characters are so charismatic. Like Tony or Tony Stark, well, yeah, Tony Stark, uh, Robert Downey Jr. plays his, his role so well. Steve Rogers is just like this clueless man in a, a modern a modern world, and Bruce Banner's Bruce Banner, you know. Their, their characters are so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, the, the actors they chose, you know, almost define <laughs> the characters, right? Nowadays. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Nick Fury or Samuel Jackson pretty much made Nick Fury what he is, and now they base the, the comics off of him. Yeah. He makes everything so good. <laughs> I. Yeah, I, yeah, but it's it's been like that with with all of them. I, I don't think I don't think anybody else has had like a comic design their characters designed after them. Mm-hmm. But 
they've chosen they've chosen their actors to to fit the comics really well yeah. and like uh, when you I, I'm just I'm just talking in circles yeah. because I, I don't really just, and just to back it up when you look at the video game that just got released it's like these characters don't look the same what's up with that it's probably because they can't it's, it's, get, it's, get the same images for the actors yeah it's bothersome yeah mm-hmm. Like I was like, who are these guys? I don't want to play as these guys. <laughs> yeah. I want to play. I want to play as Robert Downey Jr. or Steve Rogers or Steve Rogers, <laughs> Chris Evans. Right. Like you almost want to play the good looking yeah, You want to play the actors and not the characters themselves. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. We, we've never we have haven't gotten that. I mean, the only the only good one's been the Spider Man game. Uh, well, I was about to ask you that. Uh, have you seen the remake Spider Man game? I, I heard. I heard he kind that. of looks more like Tom Holland, sort of. Yeah. And I don't know if I like that or not. I'm used to the Spider-Man Peter Parker original. Yeah, I I like the the original one. Yeah. But uh, um, anyways, tasty stuff of this movie. <laughs> I can talk about Spider-Man all day long. Um, I like. Just don't make it Andrew Garfield. He's the best one. Um. I liked all the bickering between you got Captain America and Iron Man. You have Thor and Hulk that are always constantly just kind of fighting. And uh, everyone almost has their, like, I wouldn't say buddy, but the people that they're paired up with. Uh, Mm -hmm. Obviously, you have Hawkeye and Black Widow, and they have good interactions um, and and funny, like you said, one-liners, but it's not... For me, it wasn't terrible. The only people, only person, which we'll get into the bad, I think it, Mark Ruffalo does just a slightly, just n- neutral, subpar like performance. Yeah, but yeah, he, I for me he was most mainly there yeah. for the comedic relief with sciencey words. Oh. Yeah, but. I mean, what are you going to do? Bring back Eric Bana for this movie? I think he's yes. my favorite Hulk. <laughs> I don't know why. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but I but do yeah. like this iteration of the Hulk instead of the original two movies. The Edward Norton and... Yeah. I think so. Yeah. At, w- w- using the Hulk as a character, not Bruce Banner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I will agree with you on that part. Um, CGI looks... For being... It's almost going to be a decade old. The CGI is still really good looking. Better than some of the superhero movies we get today. Definitely better than Justice League. Any any oh, yeah. version. Any, any version of Justice League. Yeah, I mean, I, I, it's weird how the Hulk in this movie looked more lifelike than even cyborg or yeah. um the only thing that was really like weird about yeah, it is it's always been tony stark's face in the iron oh, man yeah, suit but exactly even that's a lot better than than cyborg and they've got extra money and years on top of that yeah to give it a good try yeah i i kind of i kind of want to go back to what jesse was saying about the pairing yeah yeah um and and how they have chemistry and it, it makes me wonder how far ahead they were planning this because you get a lot in this movie that 
leaks over and not not just to like the next Avengers movies, but you get them in, in the actual um like solo stuff. Solo hero movies. Yeah. Uh you got you you get the 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 foundation between Tony Stark and Chris Evans or Tony Stark Chris Evans. Uh Steve Rogers yeah. that leads to Civil War. Yeah. And how how they're deferring viewpoints and where they come from and how that affects their their characters and then you get little things between uh the hulk and thor and between their fighting and, and that leads to like thor ragnarok and yeah oh, i'm and sure they had continuity experts yeah it's crazy like, like nick fury and wanting to keep eyes on the world that's winter soldier same thing with uh romanoff's character she wants to wipe her slate clean so she's trying really hard to get this her history erased uh what was i gonna say did you notice what chris evans and uh um robert downey jr or i mean i mean not them particularly but tony stark and steve rogers how they f- kind of switch sides because robert downey jr was the one that was like oh let's break the rules let's let's be a superhero team and steve rogers was like oh we got to go by the book and then when you get to, by the time you get to Civil War, it's Iron Man is saying, we need to have someone watching over us and make keeping us in place. And Steve Rogers is like, no, uh, we, we need basically freedom to decide. So it, the roles kind of reverse Yep. somewhere in between probably Age of Ultron, I'm thinking. I th- Well, I, I would say or, it starts as, East, as soon as this movie. Yeah. Because you, you just got to think of, of how, how this movie affects every character. Yeah. It was it was originally like there was no such thing as eight. Well, there there was, but no, none of these characters really had interactions with them. And then like Tony Stark ends up having post-traumatic uh, stress because of yeah. it. And so that, that's kind of what leads him to by the like creating Ultron. Which leads him to like go within the law because everything he's doing by himself is just ending up causing more harm. So. Yeah, and I think it. Yeah, it's between Iron Man three and Age of Ultron where Tony Stark realizes that his AI tech is very dangerous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it it like yeah, and then I think it's Steve Rogers' mindset of. For initially being set up in the military where he does have to follow structure, but then realizing that that structure is pretty corrupt at the same time. Yeah, uh, yeah it was flawed. You had Hydra infiltrating it. Yep. and mm-hmm. So, it, yeah. Th- this movie is like... It's funny because we're supposed to be talking about this movie, but we, <laughs> we just ended up talking it's about It's all the setup, yeah. That, yeah, and, and I, that that's just how good this movie does its job of of really setting setting up future movies within the universe. Yeah, it's not like The Amazing Spider-Man 2, like where it tried to set up so much. Oh, here we oh, go. Oh, no, I'm bagging now. I'm bagging on it. Like, uh, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. They, they try to do so much in that movie, and you're seeing they're just doing stuff to for future movies. It's, it's not adding to the current movie. It's not adding to development of the character. And this movie, I don't know. It... it it makes me want to shift my ratings for other movies down because I, I I've come to appreciate just the amount of craft and 
just love and attention to detail in this movie that I've never noticed when I was younger. So that's definitely a surprise. It's kind of underrated, right? I mean, I, me and Jesse both listen to Kind of Funny a lot. Oh, yeah. And they, they do their MCU in review, and at the end, they end up ranking all the movies. And they had the Avengers, they have the Avengers really high. And I was, I always just think, like, man, why do they have that movie so high? Yeah. It's not, it's not that great. But after, after going back and watching it, it's just like, this, this movie is really good. Yeah. I was supposed to listen to that episode today, but I didn't have time. <laughs> <laughs> any any particular scene that really stood out to you? I'll go first, I guess. I but I kind but... I kind of I kind of want to want to go to the the final the final battle. Yeah. Um, and just since we we talked about the Justice League last week, I just want to want to say how much I appreciated this final battle scene because this one does such a better job of giving all their characters spotlights oh, yeah. and it never feels it never feels slow it never feels like they're paying it more attention to one person or one person's like carrying the load it's so fast paced and just every scene is connected and there's some there's some really like long long shots going on oh yeah on the, there's like a action. 2 minute tracking shot of iron man yeah. and Everyone just flying through the air, destroying the airships. Yeah, it. it I I had so much fun with with the final battle. Yep. I, word of the day again: fun. <laughs> this movie is fun. Um, then you you have the you have the 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 best scene, the one of the most iconic scenes. Which one? I, I mean, come on. We we all know where I'm going with this. Where they're all standing back to back, and the the camera's rotating around yep, them. It's like so tropey now, but like it's it was so chilling just watching it the first time. It's like finally. Yeah, this is the first time. The first time we've seen this in a live action movie. It was it was great. Yeah, I think the cinematography of the whole movie is just really reminiscent of just the, the comic windows that you see of looking up at characters or giving them awesome action poses for half a second longer than it needs to be, but it looks good. <laughs> I also, I also like how, um, how they all come together. And I think with the, with the justice league, it was just kind of like, yeah, they, they weren't always on board, but once everyone was on board, they're they're like, okay, we're, we're a team. We, we got this, you know, we're working together. With with this movie, it was even though they're all all there, they all have different viewpoints. Mm-hmm. They're all bickering amongst each other. It leads to the them arguing, and it's it's just it shows all these characters' viewpoints and how they they see one another, and that they they don't really see themselves as a team. They're all they're all in it for their own individual reasons. Right, and at, I guess at first it's not Tony Stark's team or Steve Rogers' team; it's Nick Fury's team. Yeah, uh, I, I I really like that scene yeah. where they're they're arguing amongst each other, and there's so many just different comebacks. Yeah. Oh, uh, on the helicarrier, Tony. St- yeah. yeah, Steve Rogers and Tony Stark are going at each other, and uh, 
Steve Rogers is like, take off the suit. What do you got? And Tony's like, uh, genius, billionaire, philanthropist. Playboy. <laughs> and then, yeah. Uh, then, then he replies back with, you're nothing without uh, the, the super soldier serum. And Thor is just listening to them like puny humans, you know, yep. like. Then Banner like finally loses his temper, and they had to tell him to to put down the staff. It was great. I I enjoyed that scene a lot too. Yeah, I, it was also I fun remember... watching Coulson fanboy over Steve Rogers. It's so awkward too, which it, makes it yeah. even better. I remember cringing at They're those vintage. moments, but I don't cringe at them. I just I just feel the awkwardness because he does it so well, and it's not like. It's not like a flash moment in the Justice League where you're just like, oh, man, why did he do that? That was weird. Or It's just he's fanboying like how we do over these movies and how we do over anime and franchises. And we're nerdy kids. I honestly, <laughs> if I were ever in a room with someone I idolize and we were just it was like an awkward silence, I'd probably do the same thing. Like just. <laughs> try to say whatever to make conversation and interact with this person yep. and I, I, I don't it, know. it makes him so much so relatable like i i don't know i don't i don't really like to do a lot of small talk um there was a guy uh he, he's uh, unfortunately passed away he at a very young age uh his name was john schnepp if you guys ever watched the uh, collider movie talk uh if if not um he was the director for the death of Superman lives, a Superman movie that was never made. So he did a documentary on that movie, and so I was just I was asking him questions about how he got the material for that movie and how mm-hmm. you could do that for another project like a Bruce Lee movie that has like unseen material. How, how do you get a hold of these people? And and so we, we he he provided like really good information, and I I was definitely not Agent Coulson like. Oh yeah, I, I was watching you sleep in, and like uh, I wasn't like trying to bombard this person and uh, get him annoyed. I was just actually curious in the craft that he was making, and and was able to. He was kind of able to help me out with that. But oh, that's awesome, uh, though. I, I think that's yeah. something a lot of more famous people or anyone really would appreciate more than someone just fanboying or yeah, gushing over someone's work but that but not inputting anything right like you were yeah. curious about your own thing but also wanted his input about it yeah but yeah i could see how colson uh him doing that yeah but, um let's see other tasty stuff um yeah you know, that scene with the that tense scene with everyone and they're all arguing and you you at least for me, the first time watching, I was wondering what was going on. I was like, why is everyone being so, so argumentative? Why is everyone just like, just beating each other up with these words? And you mm-hmm. get the that weird like flip around, shot around Loki scepter, and you're like, huh, what's going on? <laughs> like something is so weird here. And yep. you know, when you when I was younger, I'm like, I don't I don't know what's going on. And then you have to watch a review on YouTube saying, oh yeah has like uh affects people's what is that the mind stone so it affects people's minds and emotions mm-hmm. and 
uh, I stuff now that you catch and you didn't catch before. Um, I loved all of the jokes about Captain America not being able to understand technology today. Uh, yeah. <laughs> one of the ones that stood out to me was like, uh, what's the panel look like? And he goes, uh, it seems to run off some form of electricity. <laughs> and I meant just like, well, you're not wrong. <laughs> I loved, I love the Captain America in this movie. Um, let's see. I, I have a lot of questions. I'm trying to read through all these stuff. Um, see i i think one thing that i found crazy yeah, and just based off of, of what what you said in the previous podcast was just how you really liked the first captain america movie and you didn't really like iron man as much yeah and and so like you you kind of gravitate towards captain america's performance in this and for for me it's kind of the opposite like I really liked the first Iron Man movie, yeah. and I didn't. I, I I liked Captain America, but I didn't think it was all that. And I just I really, <laughs> I really enjoy Tony Stark in this. Yeah, movie. yeah. No, I it, yeah, I do too. It, it it's uh, this movie gives you some like it gives everyone a different character to relate to, and it, I think that's what makes it so enjoyable. I mean, Albert probably related to one of the two or. Oh, or one of the others. My, my favorite. He probably related to Thor because he's a giant, handsome man. Oh, you dog legs. Oh. <laughs> no, I, I think my favorite was um, Tony Stark the most in this one. He he was just so, yeah. Like, this is, you know, pre-Age of Ultron where he's so interested in trying to be the leader. Like, he, he wants to be the leader, you can tell. Yeah. That he, he has the technology. He provides the tech behind well he didn't you know do the helicarrier but you know he figured out he, he had a lot of game plan trying to get into this yeah mm-hmm. and yeah. he, he, yeah, he figured himself the leader because well we can't trust this guy from the 40s to lead anything he doesn't know how this helicopter works he doesn't know how anything works so i could do this all yeah. myself what i i mean I, I really enjoy, I just really enjoy yeah. like the the dynamic between those two. Yep. This is what Batman should have been in Justice League. Like you were saying last oh, yeah. week, this is what Batman should have been. The, yeah. the guy that's kind of directing and having his hands on everything. Yeah. yeah. I, I see like, what you it, guys are saying. Yeah, if Batman couldn't be a fast smart soldier on the battlefield, he was slow instead in Justice League, then he should have been a genius behind the computer. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, you said you had a lot of questions, Jesse, so yeah, yeah. Uh, let's go ahead and get into uh, the questions, of the tea time, as we like to call it. Um, and if we, we think of other tasty stuff, we could go ahead and throw it in there as we go. Yeah. Uh, so first question is literally the first line of the movie. They say the Tesseract has awakened. What awakened the Tesseract? Was it a random event or am I missing something? Because we get a line later on uh, from uh, Hawkeye saying, oh, it's it's someone else is knocking on the other side or something like that. It's a, it's a, it's a door. It's a two-way thing. Someone else is tampering on the other side. And no one seems to be doing anything on the other side from my understanding yeah i think 
this is cheating because we have seen the entire series past the Avengers. Yeah. But from my understanding is that all of the Infinity Stones are connected in some way. Mm-hmm. And we do know that the Tesseract is the Space Stone yeah. and um, the Scepter is the Mind Stone. So that, that, that would be my guess is that they, they're interacting in some form. But I it never really explains how. Yeah. yeah, so I was just wondering why it was awakening at this specific moment in time. But um, we do know... I, I had I forgot who I was watching, but we do know that the, the Infinity Stones as a whole interact with one another because in Captain America, the Space Stone sends the Red Skull to... Uh, what is it? Four Formir. Yeah, j- to protect yeah. the um Soul Stone. Yeah. Yeah. What did he do to get sent there? Did he just hold on to it for too long, or I, it just I touched it? I forgot. Yeah. Just the universe w- being a a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't Nick Fury be right there when he took it out of the machine? Like, wouldn't he be just, hey, hey, Red Skull, like, what are you doing? <laughs> Who knows, man? I, I, I don't think it necessarily works that way. I, I think they, like, I would think of them not as, like, just stones, but as like their own, entities, like, living entities. Yeah, yeah. okay. All right. My joke answer was Odin's death scream, but... <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> is is Tony like is Tony Stark intimidated by Phil Coulson when the interaction they have between him and Pepper and he goes Phil wh- why do you call him Phil like <laughs> he just seems I don't I don't think Tony I mean I guess no, because I, it's I, his would, first, I would think so I would, I would yeah. think I would think so I, I would think not he's not intimidated okay. he's just he is the jealous type though yeah. Yeah. Okay. I would say more jealous. Oh, jealous. I, jealous. I agree with yeah. that. Okay. That makes sense. Insecure. Very insecure. Oh, yeah. Uh, because he's never really had a stable relationship. Yeah, this is the first one that's actually working out. Uh, I, I forgot to tell one of the tasties, so I remember <laughs> uh, Black Widow's talking to Captain America, and she's like, you better sit this one out, Cap. These are basically gods, and he goes... Uh, there's only one God, ma'am, and uh, I'm pretty sure he doesn't dress like that. And I was like, man, I, I love that <laughs> line. <laughs> um, let's see, another question. Uh, hold up, hold up. Uh, tell a joke, John, really quick. Oh, uh, 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 <laughs> uh, another really thing that I liked about, um, while, while we're waiting for you to think of another question, yeah, yeah. is... Since we we were talking about how this movie sets up um, movies coming after it, mm-hmm. is how when Thor strikes Tony Stark with the lightning, he and it overcharges his suit to four hundred percent. Yeah, Tony eventually incorporates that into his suit. So in Endgame, Thor sends the the thunder at Tony Stark, and he's able to amplify it without taking any Damage. damages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then sh- then then shoot it out. So that, okay. that was awesome. Yeah. Didn't they also do more interaction about Thor's hammer and the shield? Yes. Yeah. yeah. They did. They did. Yeah. That was a cool moment. <laughs> yep. Uh, two questions. I found them. Last two. And we're good to go. Why doesn't Hawkeye just shoot the other engine instead of just turning it off with a software glitch from the inside? 
like <laughs> that's part of my bad. I'm like, like what the every, heck? a lot of stuff with Hawkeye. A lot of stuff with Hawkeye. <laughs> like you literally can shoot an arrow to one engine, another arrow, another arrow, another arrow. Why? Why just take out two engines and one of them be like a weird virus that you're putting into a port, data port? Who knows? Like okay, all right. I the, I think the they cube, were the cube is showing to... me. Go ahead, go ahead. The cube is showing me. I, I... Knowledge, beautiful knowledge. Uh, but I, it didn't uh, tell me to destroy all the engines. <laughs> uh, I would, I would say that they were just trying to cause a distraction to, um, to get onto the ship so they could free Loki. Oh yeah, they they couldn't take the ship down. Okay, so they had to cause a distraction, get in there, take them out, and then they could slowly take out the other engines. All right. You answered my question. Good observation. <laughs> um, last question. We get the scene where Thor is uh, trapped in that like, what, what that glass? I don't know what it is, but that that cage for Hulk, and he breaks out and he loses his hammer, and it's just stuck in the ground. And you see, we get a zoom in on the hammer, and Thor's just walking up to it and just goes and picks it up. I'm like, he couldn't just like get it back to his hand like when does thor ever walk over to his hammer he never walks over to his hammer unless he's like i maybe in like a house or something i think he was for dramatic contemplating effect. whether well obviously it was for that but as for a thor thought process uh answer that's just kind of made up in my mind. I think he was just wondering if he was still worthy and if he could even pick up the hammer. Yeah. yeah but if he, if he goes and he grabs it, he's worthy. Uh, yeah, I, I, I get <laughs> Well, that. that's part of the dramatic I, 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 No, I get, I get that. But, but uh, I mean, throughout the series, Thor is always questioning whether he's he's really worthy yep. or not. It's not something he, he really comes to term with and, until Ragnarok and then it gets taken away from him like pretty soon after. So, yep. I don't even know if I would say he's even worthy in Ragnarok. <laughs> Part of the movie is just having too much fun. Like he's just a kid. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> true. That that's about it for all my questions. All right. So that was the tea time. So let's go ahead and go in into the gross. What we thought was bad about the movie. Um. Since we were talking about Thor, uh, I just kind of, I've always really had an issue with how they write Thor up until Ragnarok. Like, he's just really stale and, I don't don't know, he's just really basic. Yeah, he he was like, go ahead. Would you say he's the worst of the Chris's? <laughs> the worst in terms in terms of I don't want to say it's acting because I don't think it's his acting I think it's just how they wrote yeah. him yeah and the the lines that they gave him but I, I would say he he's the worst at this point we we've gotten two Chris's so far and that's Evans and Hemsworth <laughs> and he's definitely the worst of those two both in terms of looks and acting dang well not acting but character. Yeah. Looks. <laughs> okay. I would I would say Hawkeye had a worse plot overall. 
at least in this movie. Like he's basically a bad guy for most of it. Yeah, he gets but... transformed. For for me, it's yeah, yeah. The, it's Black Widow trying to cure him, like bring him back. But it's it, it helps develop her, but doesn't really develop him. Mm-hmm. I would agree with that. I think in all these movies, Hawkeye is just kind of there. Yeah. Like he doesn't really get a lot of character. Just screen time. I would say Age of Ultron. He gets some. He definitely gets some humanity and and uh, and also in the beginning of Endgame, like you really feel yeah, for that guy. But th- that's forced. That's really forced for me, though. We barely get to get to know his family, like barely, just through photos. So we're only forced to feel bad for him because we meet he, him in Ultron. Well, yeah, but Ultron. it doesn't go very far. The Hulk, no, we don't I, get any I Hulk's daddy that. and Hulk's mommy. So well, like. I, well, but but Bruce Banner doesn't have daddy or mommy issues. So that, wait, but I don't know. Like. But but Hawkeye <laughs> always had family issues. <laughs> but we barely meet his family. We, yeah, because he doesn't get to see him enough. And, right. He's trying to retire. Like, we we never really get to see that conflict too much. Right. We like, don't see they it. They just kind of accept it. Right. We don't see it. He, they just tell us that he has these problems, which is, I, I think, a flaw of writing when they just tell us he has a problem but doesn't talk or doesn't show it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I I think it's 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 unfair to him because I think he's an interesting character. Like he has interesting background and they they do all this cool stuff with him but yeah. they just don't give him the, the, the time to de- really develop yeah he's ronin for a cool like a really short amount of time and then he's back to helping the team i, I think one one thing that i'm really interested in seeing going forward is that the, how they're incorporating the tv shows with yep. the movies and and i'm, I'm not, I don't want to spoil anything, so I'm going to really watch what I say since uh, Albert hasn't watched it yet. But Wanda, from where she starts at the beginning of... Well, at the end of Endgame, really, to after the TV show's over and what we're going to get from her in the next movie she's in, I'm really excited for. Mm-hmm. And I wish they would have done these TV shows from the beginning i mean they didn't obviously have a platform or like they do now and you know they were just starting off so they they had a lot of other issues going on but if we would have gotten like a the hawkeye tv show that's supposed to be coming out if we would have gotten a tv show about him somewhere in in the middle of these movies because he wasn't he was in the first thor movie for a brief time yeah yeah and I think it would. I think it would have done so much for his character. Like even even watching Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Again, I'm not gonna spoil anything, <laughs> okay. but I've 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 really enjoyed the two episodes that I've seen, and it it makes me excited for what we have next going forward with these characters after. Yeah. Is there one or two or two or three episodes out for Winter Soldier Falcon and Winter Soldier? Uh, just two right now. Okay, I need to catch up on that. Both are about a, both are about an hour. Ooh, excuse me. Both are about an hour long. Hour, dang. dang okay. 
Well, 50 minutes. Okay. Really, there it's worth it though. BBC movie length or TV show length. <laughs> so here, um, here was my note for Hawkeye ahead, really quick. Um, so I did start off. This is my exact quotation, straight from the Bible of Jesse's Marvel Avengers sip script. Uh, so movie not notes. a fan of Hawkeye. Not a fan of Hawkeye, and he's not utilized properly. How does that Hawkeye? So this is another question I forgot. How does Hawkeye know about the Tesseract and Nick Fury doesn't? Uh, anyways, I put, actually, Hawkeye is utilized perfectly. He is just the emotionless killing machine. And so, what other role does he have to play? They show his skills, and he he he's Loki's right-hand man. And so, he's killing guys left and right getting into some type of uh, it's not plutonium but a radium or whatever it is like he he gives every scene he's in he's causing trouble like i don't i don't know what they would have done with him if he wasn't the bad guy in this first movie uh, they could have done other stuff but i think well, when do we get when do we get a villain out, out of a superhero besides maybe uh like a scarlet witch like mind flip i mean it's essentially the same thing <laughs> uh, yeah um I, I just don't know what they could have done with him because he really wasn't set up that well in thor and he wasn't super you, you couldn't he who knew hawkeye before this movie like right i don't know and that's my comments yeah, about it. Yeah, that's why he, just, yeah, he was not set up very much. Mm-hmm. He was not used. He's just kind of like, hey, that guy was a Thor. Right. He, <laughs> he was used in this movie, but not in any way that developed his character. Yeah. Like, if he didn't have a name, he was just generic sidekick to the bad guy. It, it just, honestly, it just sucks because they do so such cool things with, with him mm-hmm. and... I, I really like him as a character. Yeah. Like he he has some really big moments in the series, but they they don't really give him like development or his time to really shine. Imagine the impact you would have felt if we had explored more of his relationship with his family by the time we got to Endgame. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Cause I, it was it was tough to watch as it was. I was I was tearing up during Endgame. Yeah, but it could have been way worse. Right. But, I mean, for it could me, have it's, been, yeah, it, it could have been more impactful. Yeah, it could have been the Amazing Spider-Man to Gwen Stacy scene level of emotion. Could have been that that tearing up. <laughs> no no laughing at my joke. Um, <laughs> um, what was I going to say? I, I do want to talk about the Hulk real quick as well. That's a good point. Um, since since you did bring up Bruce Banner, uh, not necessarily his acting skills in this movie. Hold on, let me let me think real quick because I, I had what I wanted to say. Oh, I, I know what I want. I want to talk about the reveal at the end yeah, of yeah. his his transformation and how like his secret is he's, he's always, always angry. Oh wait, huh? Oh, go ahead. <laughs> uh, that. Just kind of like I always hated that, just because that's just such a stupid way to be able to transform and 
and I really wanted to actual character development. Yeah, I, I like. At what point do we go from he's always angry and just able to flip a switch on to they're two separate people? Yeah, two separate entities. Yeah, because it's stuff that could have been explored in his own movie. He can't have his own movie. Though. I know, but whole movies don't really work. <laughs> I don't know why. Um, I know. Yeah, but why was and why was everyone? Why was he ownership issues? He was. You could see him in the movie. Him actually getting angry, like during the when he grabs the scepter and he's just like, I forgot what he says exactly. I'm like, you, you're not you always don't get to see his trick. You're not always angry. Like <laughs> you're not. All we all we get it out of it is a meme, and that's about it. <laughs> yep. Um, I th- go ahead. Go ahead. I think for for him as an actor trying to to be Bruce Banner in this movie, probably had to be the toughest adjustment out of all of them because he doesn't get his own movie to really explore um, and find out more about his character. He's just kind of. He just kind of thrust in there. Yeah. And this was pretty it was 5 years after they had just released the the one that's the the Incredible Hulk that's supposed to be part of the MCU. Yeah. quote unquote. So with a different actor as as that, so it was just kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah, he's the same character for sure. In the Incredible Hulk, you get a deleted scene where he does actually shoot uh, like a gun and a bullet into his mouth. And th- this is the story he's telling about in Avengers. Um, but you don't see it unless you watch the extras on the DVD. So if you, if you haven't seen it, you don't know that's actually. Oh, that's when Black Widow approaches him trying to recruit him, right? Uh, no, that's when they're all back. really tense. This is all in a really oh, okay. tense and he's explaining... Okay. Like, uh, y- like you want me, you want to put me in that cage? Like you can't kill me. I've tried to. Like I, I've, okay. I've caught a bullet. I uh, shot a bullet, and the other guy caught it and like spit it out. So, the his his character is the same as Edward Norton's character from the Incredible Hulk, and, and like it's canon as much as I don't want it to be, because I don't know Edward Norton as Bruce Banner just didn't really didn't do it um and it's weird when they're showing like all the when tony stark brings up all the information on his little technology thing and it's you do see that the the scene from from the edward norton movie yeah that's a different hulk (laughs) yeah um i do have so you get the the scene where agent romanoff and bruce banner are talking um see Bluff or not, I'm saying S.H.I.E.L.D. seems very powerful in this scene. And they, they, they can track Hulk and everything. They set up Black Widow's character as being a very smart and manipulative person. And she's badass. Oh, so this is a plus. But then I said, how does Mark Ruffalo know that Natasha Romanoff is a spy even though they've never met? Couldn't she just be an assassin? Because he I mean... says... He says... Are uh, you here to kill me, like Miss Romanoff? Like, if you think she's here to kill you, she's not a, she's an assassin. You would think. I don't know. It's just weird how she, he knew she was a spy, even though 
That's like that's like if me and Albert met and he goes, "Oh, you must be really good at art because the plot tells me that you, yeah, I know this." Like it's just really <laughs> weird. It was a very meta thing, like for yeah. him to know. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just like, how do you? How do you, she could be a prostitute? Like who knows? Like it. Who knows? <laughs> I, I think it's because of how they they set up their connection with each other, like. It was the little girl that led him to the outskirts of town and then just ran out the window. And then That's not a spy. That's called an assassin. Like, what? Well, well, okay. I, I, I know. But then he goes, he goes, are you here to kill me, Miss Romanoff? And then uh, she has her line back and that just kind of lets him know that she's a spy, not an assassin, because she's not there to kill him. Yeah, but he, he, he just said, are you an assassin? Oh, no, I'm not here to kill you. So you're a spy, like that's how it should win. I, oh, I, I don't, I don't remember the interaction, but I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. Mark Ruffalo's performance is just kind of even more mellow than jo- uh, Josh Whedon's mono like talking yeah. interviews. <laughs> it's just yeah, like I, it just. I don't think it helps, like you mentioned of past Hulk movies just not doing well and writing writing a Jekyll and Hyde type character is really hard yeah I I like when he kind of lashes out at at Black Widow and he goes uh, stop lying to me and like that scene actually scared me in theaters <laughs> first mm-hmm. time watching it but like I like I like his portrayal as Hulk but unless he's showing emotion like Bruce Banner is just kind of a like he's even more plain than Thor to me. Like John said, Thor was really kind of basic and plain. He's even more basic. He's, I don't know. He, he was definitely, he's definitely one of the reasons why I don't give it a 10. And I'm thinking because of Hawkeye, probably going to give it close to an 8.5, but still, I liked it a lot. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad you did. I'm glad we all had fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Is there anything else? Uh, disgusting, gross. You guys want to talk about? Um, just the headbutting scene uh, between you get Iron Man headbutting Thor and then Thor headbutting Ben. Then it's still that for Justice League. And it's like, don't separate these movies completely. <laughs> and do you know? I think it would have been interesting if Josh Whedon did the Justice League completely. I wonder what type of movie would have gotten with his direction uh, on this cast of characters because he does a really good job at I think he does a decent job with Hawkeye like he's pretty cool in the movie for when he's actually Hawkeye Black Widow is a really smart character she's interrogating that like Russian guy at the beginning and getting all Mm -hmm. his information and then she kicks ass yeah yeah martial arts and and then she tricks Loki into figuring out like what he's trying to do on the Hello Carry. Like, she's—I don't remember her being this good the first several times watching it. And it makes me excited to see what they're doing with her own solo movie uh, more than I was with Wonder Woman because I don't know Wonder Woman. I wasn't really excited to see her solo movie. But I like her movie now after I've seen it. But now I'm interested in... Is it going to be in theaters, Black Widow? I don't know if it is. I think so, yeah. 
I'm, I think it is. I'm, I'm gonna go see it in theaters. I'm, I, I'm not gonna see it on Disney Plus. So, this movie has sparked my Black Widow interest. So I'm ready. I think, as a, as a closing statement, I think that what what this movie does with its characters compared to Justice League is each character has a role and a personality that they they have, and it rarely ever conflicts like you said um black widow is very uh manipulative smart thank you manipulative like everything tony stark is very techy and arrogant steve rogers is very by the book you know you have different personalities they all they all fit what what they're supposed to be whereas in in justice league a lot of them are very serious or or too or, goofy <laughs> or too goofy yeah very one dimensional yeah 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 these characters yeah i don't i don't know what happened if Josh Sweden should have just scrapped <laughs> sorry to Zack Snyder fanboys <laughs> just scrap it start over Wait, wasted all that money and started over well i mean that's why like, people hey. joke like release the Whedon cut like how would he have done it the first time, right? Yeah, I don't know. Like I, I just, I, uh, I do want to say that I don't, I don't think it would have fit. I still, don't, I don't think he like. Yeah, it, that's true. If, it it would have just kind of battled all the themes of the other movies. Yeah, which is very dark and serious. Before the jokes and plugs, I was thinking about the. Do you know why we were asking like, oh, why did Superman come back as like an evil guy? Well, they did the same thing to Zod, and Zod was, like, already evil, and it made him, like, super evil. So, <laughs> Superman, <laughs> Superman, he, he was he's good, so it made him slightly evil. So, I was like, okay, if you if you bring back someone from the dead, they're going to be a slightly more evil version of themselves, unless they're already evil, then... Yeah, they're going to be confused a... and defensive, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so... Another another underrated thing that I think that uh, the MCU did, was compared to the the DCEU, and th- this is literally the last thing, and then I, I want to get to jugs and plugs, is that they not only chose the the perfect actors for each character, but then they they put them in contracts and oh, like big contracts, like five movies mm-hmm. to and kept them there and didn't allow them i don't, I don't want to say didn't allow them to leave yeah but. couldn't grow a mustache stuff like that <laughs> um yeah but but i i think i think contracts makes a big difference because now you know like hey we're getting this for five five movies not two movies and then i don't want to do it no more yep. mm-hmm. then your whole universe is screwed because now you got a new New Batman. So, anyways, jugs and plugs. Subscribe to us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever else you get your podcasts. Uh, like, share. Let us know how you guys feel about the Avengers, and if you enjoyed it, watching it the seventeenth time like we did. <laughs> <laughs> this has been the Legendary Sick Podcast, and join us next time for. Godzilla versus King Kong. Which one? Oh, yeah. 1963? The newest one. (laughs) The one that comes out next week. Wednesday. Well, 
when when this episode's released, we will be watching Godzilla versus King Kong. Yes. So when you're listening to this podcast, think of us. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so excited. Will this be the sip that we've been looking for? Bye. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it doesn't, doesn't disappoint. <laughs>